So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Folks, what we're going to be chatting about today is, uh, and I'm basically going to dedicate the rest of this year to, is being different, standing out, um, getting ahead, doing things differently. Um, You're going to have to work a little bit harder in this type of marketplace. And because of that, that means you're going to do things that you probably weren't used to doing. And when the market shifts, you have to shift with it. The ones who will stay and remain complacent are the ones who get their ass kicked in times like these. But on the flip side of that, I don't mean to be all doom and groom because there's nothing but opportunity and shifts like this as well at the same time. And it's only during a shift that you really build share, market share, you build brand, uh, you build huge opportunity because the shifts are when um, businesses are made, really. It's very hard to get ahead when everything's going well and everyone else is crushing it around you. But it's very easy to get ahead when nobody else is. But you need to know where that opportunity is going to be at. So... Um, we're going to, you know, going forward, this is the second half of the year in 2023, we're going to dedicate the rest of the year to sort of just standing out, better serving. How do you become a better agent, a better lender? Why should people shoot, you know, choose you? What makes your shit not stink? Why are you the bomb? Why do people need to call you? Like, that's what we, that's the, that's what we want to chat about. So, um, I'm bringing on a, uh, past client friend, known him for a couple of years and, um, he's a mortgage broker right now. And, you know, obviously mortgage brokerage business is down across the board, right? So, however, he didn't stop. He kept working harder and harder. And I seen him working on this uh, project that he's been building and whatnot. And I want him to come share his experience. But in short, what we're going to be chatting about today is how do you use uh, education um, and how does that work within the buying cycle? A lot of times I see a lot of realtors try to create content and they try to create education, but it just falls on deaf ears and never really works. They make a video or they make a post, they do it on Facebook, and then it dies in the newsfeed and everyone forgot who the fuck they were or what the fuck they talked about. So how do you leverage education to convert, attract, and get more business ultimately? So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest, Mr. Mark Sullivan. What's up, Mark? Hey, what's going on, Mike? Thanks for having me. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about who the hell you are, where you at, and... um. What what are we going to be talking about um, today? Yeah, absolutely. My name is uh, Mark Sullivan. Uh, I run a, a mortgage team out of Nashville, Tennessee, um, uh, licensed in, in most of the Southeast um, in, in eight different states and um, built my business um, on the back of um, educating clients, right? <clears throat> Making sure that uh, my clients, uh, my clients stuck with me because of the education that I provide and the value that that I provide to my to my clients. So tell me about um, you. Obviously, you do a lot with real estate agents. I'm assuming, right? So right, you work right. with a lot yeah. of real estate agents, and um, I've never really. It's it's crazy because we create a lot of videos, guys. We've done over four thousand videos. I can see every type of video you could possibly create in, in, about real estate in space, and I can tell you that when you're creating videos on education, they're usually the least engaged pieces of content that you'll create, right? So if I create a video on the home buying process, I might get like 10 views on that thing, right? But if I create a video about me dancing in a in an elf outfit at a listing, I'm going to get like 3,500, you know, 
thousand views on that video. But why is there a difference in content? And it's not that one's bad or the other. It's just on you need to know on how to use the content. Some of the, the most important content that you guys should have and everyone should have is education about why the fuck you're an expert. Like, who the fuck are you? And why should I let you tell me what to do in the largest investment of my house or in my lifetime? And educational content is what we call core content. Core content is there. Everyone needs it. You have to have. Can you imagine a hotel not having pictures of their pool? And it's a resort online. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. No amenities. That is their core content, right? And you got to look at like from any other business. Let's just go around other businesses just so you guys get in the right mindset. Because the question I'm going to ask yourself while I'm walking through these examples is if you visited your website, would you fucking hire you? Seriously, look at your own website and be like, dude, would you would I hire myself? Like, seriously. What on my site actually tells people I'm an expert and why should they trust me? Because I'm a realtor. No one cares, right? That's where education comes in. So although it isn't like the most sexy type of content to create, it's the stuff you use over and over again. With every single client, no one cares that you're licensed. Only one cares is that you're what you could do with the license. So how are you using education um, in your process? Like obviously you're more on the buy side, but Talk to me about that. What do you do education-wise? Um, how do you leverage education to enhance the experience? But more importantly, make realtors look like freaking badasses because that's ultimately like your secret sauce, right? Right, right, exactly. And the difference, I think the difference between the two videos, you know, the, the examples that you gave was the elf videos for entertainment purposes, right? And the and the education, the education is more targeted, right? You're You're shooting for a specific, person that you're talking to and your uh, specific audience that you're targeting um, things to. And so what we try to do is we find we find people where they're at in the process. And when you have a whole when you have a whole learning center or a whole library of education, then it doesn't matter where I find that person. I know where to place them. Right. If they if they're a renter, I know to I know to put education in front of them that will make them a first time homebuyer. If uh, if their objection is that they have a low credit score, I've got tons of credit score education material that I can put in front of these people and, you know, they can consume at their own at their own pace and um, and start fixing their credit score. Right. Um, if somebody comes up to me and says, you know, I get introduced to somebody, hey, Mark's in the mortgage business and like, oh, yeah, I just bought a house for four months ago. Right. That's that's like the ultimate thing for anybody to tell you because they know that. I, you know, I'm not going to try to start selling them a mortgage or a real estate agent isn't going to start selling them a house because they just bought one, right? That, that they're in the safe zone, but I go, okay, that's great. Hey, my clients, whenever my clients close, I always give them a gift. And this gift is um, the homeowner handbook. Um, and it's a learning center and half of it, not half of it, but a lot of it is based around being a great homeowner. Um, I'd like to give this to you, right? And that's, that's usually where I leave it. But I hand that to them. I sign them up. They get a whole bunch of great value home maintenance uh, videos about how to be an awesome homeowner and how to maintain their home. And at least instead of saying, oh, great, congratulations on closing your house four months ago. Now I'm going to be in front of that person, educating them on how to be a homeowner so that whenever, or I guess in the mortgage world, whenever the rates go down, they've already been been listening to me. Or whenever they're ready to buy a new house, that they know that they need to come to me for a pre-approval. Um, it's a powerful thing because we all know that 
that there's NAR stats out there that say that eight, you know, 80 some odd percent of people say that they'll use their real estate agent again, but only 27% of them actually do. Yeah. Right? I think it's even less than that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. That's crazy. Think, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy because there's no follow-up. Right. So well, I, I think the main point that um, the main point that I try to drive home is that when you have a robust learning center or have a library of education, that there's nobody that you can meet out there that you can't slide into your environment and start educating them if it's not right now for the future. Yes. Love it. Um, here's what happens realistically. Like no one hears from anyone after they close. And like, it's funny because, you know, um, when you, especially on the buy side, like you're working with a client, you almost become friends with them. Like you have intimate conversations in the car, you're laughing together and whatnot. They're emotional, especially when there's like a couple. I mean, I used to go out to dinner with all my clients. I was like sort of my secret. I would get them drunk. And uh, I'm like, they ain't going to ever cheat on me with anyone else. They're going to close all the, they're going to go all the way to the closing table. But that was, I, would, I built a relationship. We'd go out to dinner. I would invest three to $400 per client just through dinners and whatnot. And I did that strategically because I wasn't in it for their direct business. I was in it for the referral business because every single person they know they can refer me to. And that client experience is like what we're sort of talking about here. But Mark's taking it to a new level. What he's saying is like, all right, great. Let's not only use education within the client like service. That's how everybody uses it, right? But how do we stay in front of them and continue to add value without being a douchey real estate agent saying, hey, do you got a referral for me? Hey, do you have a referral for me? Hey, do you have a referral for me? Oh, don't forget I'm in real estate. Hey, by the way, did you get the latest market update? Real estate market news. You can't, if you guys just talk about real estate and buying and selling and self-serving interest with your database, um, they're going to tune you out. Because no one wants to talk about real estate unless they're in the market to buy it. I'm <laughs> sorry. Um, HGTV does a good enough job for that. So they're going to watch that real estate content over yours any day. So don't try to compete, but doesn't mean you don't stay in touch. How are you doing that? And uh, um, like, do you have like a frequencies or a touch schedule? So if someone closes on a house, you give them your homeowner handbook. They take the homeowner handbook and that's basically like, a, okay, here's how you save money. I'm guessing on like solar or this and here's how you do this and here's how you do that and so on and so on. Yeah, sure. So um, if people that are going into the closing table, it all depends on how they enter the handbook. So we have the, the homeowner handbook is a learning center. It's a library of videos. And it also comes with a CRM, right? So it depends on when they enter the handbook, whether if they enter it as a first time home buyer, they're going to they're gonna start a campaign. We're going to start a campaign for them that's going to just talk about home buy. It's going to talk about um, being prepared for financing. It's going to be talk about things you want to think about when, when buying a home. Um, it's, it, you know, then it's going to talk and it's also going to talk about credit score and, and things like that. Things you need to do to get ready for us. But if you're, if you've just closed, like say you one of my clients and, you know, and, or say you're, you know, say you're a friend of mine, you know, that everybody gets right. Hey, I just, I, you know, I just saw on Facebook, a friend of mine closed on their house and they, they didn't use me. Right. So, hey, you know, here's a gift, you know, happy closing day. And they get the handbook and they're entering as a homeowner, right? So they're going to enter it as, um, hey, congratulations. They're not going to get home ownership videos, right? Because that, that doesn't apply to them. What yeah. they're going to get is, they're going to get is, hey, it's summer. You know, here's your list of things you need to do uh, to maintain your home for summer, right? Here's, here's a, you know, here's how to, you know, replace, you know, 
your 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 filter in your dishwasher and things like that where honestly a majority of the home buyers um you know first time home buyers for sure that are in their low 30s most of them have no idea that their dishwasher even has a has a filter in it right um it's little things like that that we're educating them a little bit further so they're oh wow i didn't even think about that before yeah uh, it's a value way it's a value added way to stay in touch it isn't self serving um, this is how content works. You guys like we're talking about content education. It's all content. Like we have to create something. You have to create something to stay in touch, to stay present. Um, uh, because if you're not somebody else is, I mean, that's just how simple it is. That's, that's why those stats go like 80% of people would, would love to work with you again, but they just forget who you exist, who, who the hell you are. I mean, that's just the reality of it. You can never build any type of brand without staying in touch with people, whether it's, People you're just friends with or family that haven't transacted with you or the ones who have, it doesn't matter. You have to always be marketing wherever you're at. I like to say ABR, always be reminding um, wherever you're at because um, you never know where the next deal is going to come from. Um, just think about it from this point of view, there's a reason, and we're not telling you anything that no one knows. I'm trying to get out of your head is why aren't you doing this? Because there's not a business in the world that doesn't have an email list. Like I just signed up. I went to va on a vacation uh, last weekend to Hun Huntington Beach with my family. And uh, Hilton's already sent me like four freaking offers. Or hi, wherever the fuck I was at. They, they sent me, I got like four vacation things. And I'm like, I'm like close to pulling the trigger on another one. They're staying in touch with me. I, I could tell what they did at the hotel last week. I'm like, oh, cool shit. I wish we'd have went there this weekend. None of it is self-serving. It's just sort of like value added, right? So, and that happens with any business. If you go to, Home Depot, they start sending you um, coupons because a retailer's version of value to their customer base is a discount. They sell shit. So what's your value base? What are you going to do? What are you going to give a, as a real estate agent or a lender even? What do you give? Give them tips. That's your expertise. That positions you as the expert. Um, what is like, how often do people um, stay in touch? I have like, I'm all about staying in touch with people. That's my whole thing. So what are you guys doing? What do you see works best? Um, actual, I, you know, I, I think this day and age, actual value, right? Um, it's less about how often, unless somebody raised their hand and said, Hey, I want to buy right now. And then, then you, you know, then you kick it into high gear and trying to stay in touch with somebody. But I think it's less about how often and how much value you're delivering. Like there's, there's only, there's only so many chicken cacciatore recipes or happy girl cheese day, you know, yeah, yeah. kind of emails that you can send out. Like they don't, nobody cares about that. But when you send something of value that they've, even if they only read it for 15 seconds, <clears throat> you know, they, they decided they, they stopped what they were doing in their day to read what, what you provided. Right. Um, and, and I, and I think it's value, whether it's, whether it's, you know, twice a week, once a month. Um, I, I think that matters less um, in the, in the buying cycle, especially the first time home buyer, your buying cycle is 12, 24 months. Right. It's just that most agents and loan officers don't realize that because we tend to enter the buying cycle in that last 10 percent, you know, when they're when they're one or two months away and they've been learning for for 12 to 16 months already. Um, so it's it, it's something that we don't really think about. And honestly, most people are only equipped to provide the value that, you know, that they're equipped to provide. So if I'm a loan officer. I've got financing videos, or if I'm a real estate agent, I've got, you know, things you can do to buy a home videos, right? But if, if if you team up, like we've done here with the handbook, 
and have experts from every sector educating um, on it, then then you can focus on what you do best and let the other experts that you've partnered with focus on what they do best. And I, I think it's I think the answer is value for sure. Yeah. The, the other option is entertainment. If you can make people laugh, um, but the reality is most of you aren't that funny. So that's a, that unless you're, you know, you got to have or entertaining content. That's where video comes in. And then you got to get editors and all that, that stuff. So um, you got to go one or a couple other I know ways. mortgage people all over the country. And I can promise you most of us aren't funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there's different categories of content or call it learning centers. I'll give you guys another example. I remember uh, my old website. I don't know what happened with it, but my server's down. But I had a content. It was just nothing but uh, it, was, it was a homeowner handbook. It was a freaking encyclopedia of Chicago real estate. And I would just blog and write and write, but I would always repurpose. So I had a page on the site, um, how to sell your house without a realtor. Um, and that whole page was like a course on how to sell your house without a real estate agent. I gave him the local Chicago Association of Realtor contracts. I gave him the disclosures. I gave him my inspector. Um, I gave him everything um, to do the job without me, even my photographer, my videographer, and I gave him my whole checklist of everything we do with marketing wise. So the reason for that is that I'm not scared to share everything and anything. Like I'll share all content. That's my strategy. I'll give you everything because I know that you need me to fulfill some of it. That's always been my sales strategy. So when I have a for sale by owner, what would I do? Do you think they want to talk to a real estate agent, Mark? No. Yeah. That's why they're for sale by owner, bro. They fucking what? hate you. They hate you guys. Right. And so, but you'd be like, Hey, I'm gonna try for some of Oh, that's fantastic. You know what? I just put a, I basically have like a for sale by owner course on my website. I'm happy to share with you to give you the contracts and all this stuff. I'm going to send it to you when we hang up. And the only thing I'm going to ask is that if you do have to hire somebody, I would love, you know, that to be me or at least give me a shot. But um, at the same time, if you're going to sell your house without a realtor, I'd love to be the person to show you how. And boom, they're like, what the fuck did you say? And then you just, you completely mind fuck them because you got to go backwards with it, right? And then they're like, whoa, so you're not trying to sell me. You're trying to help me. I can't tell you how many times that works because if you if you really break it down, everyone assumes I'm going to do this, but I do the opposite. And then boom, I have them. That was my hook or my attention getter. But I at least had an excuse to stay in touch. I used to argue that people like, well, I never would go, at, why would you go after a for sale by owner for the listing? Instead, I'd go after them to buy their next house. And then you should, if you build a relationship that angle, get the listing um, in a much easier way because you're not coming at it as self-serving interest. So think outside the box, you guys. Like, um, And the other thing too is that when people have a very good experience with you, um, they refer you. And um, no differently than you refer restaurants you've eaten at or whatever it is. Um, if they have a shitty experience with you, <laughs> they don't refer you. They detract business from you because they tell their friends about how bad you are. That happens all the time. What kind of categories of content or would you call it learning centers do you see? You named a couple. First time home buyer. So yeah, maybe we have, yeah, we, have, we, have, we have home buying. We have home buying, which which right now is is financing and real estate side and because they work they work together so well that we we had a hard time separating that. But we have credit score. Um we uh I, I think credit. the most pop, the most popular part of credit score is um, we have a, a seven part video series on the seven misconceptions of credit, right? And um, home maintenance is the is is in the top three, right? And that's that's after you already own the home. These are things you need to know about, you know, yada yada. We talk about home inspections. Home inspections is 
And one of those things, my brother and the co-founder of, of the handbook um, is a home inspector. And one thing, and my dad's a home inspector. So like, I, I, like, I know, I know how important home inspections are. And I think that a lot of people go into the transaction, not understanding hard, you know, anything at all about what that home inspector is supposed to do other than they were told by their real estate agent, you sure. need a home inspection, right? You need to get a home inspection. Well, this kind of breaks down. These are things that you should expect from your home, home inspector. These are things you should expect the day of. This is how to read a report, right? This is, um, I think the most important thing is this is what you should take away from the report, right? And this, these are, you know, these are all things that I think if, if your client was more educated about the home inspection process, I think it makes the, I think it makes the whole process less stressful, right? Yeah. I mean, anything, anything that you do, you're more, you're more stressed about things you don't know that are approaching than things you are a little more educated on that are approaching, right? I mean, if you take a, if you take an hour drive to someplace you've never been, that out that drive there seems like three times longer than that hour drive back, because you're you're going over a road that you've already traveled now, and there's less of the in your mind going, okay, what's going to happen next? What where what what you know where am I going? And unfortunately, that's where that's where a lot of home buyers nav. That's how a lot of home buyers navigate the home buying process. Is they're like where am I going? You know, um, we also have an insurance module, uh, where it just kind of breaks down, uh, it kind of breaks down homeowners insurance. Uh, we're, we're going to expand that a little bit more, but obviously that's, what's important in the home buying process and, and a refinance process or home ownership process is just knowing, honestly, I don't know a ton. I didn't know a ton about my first homeowners insurance policy, right? It just, it's a bunch of numbers. Your coverage for you're covered for five hundred thousand dollars of this, you know, three hundred thousand dollars of this, but you don't know what what any of that's going to. And this kind of helps break that down so that you know to go to your agent and ask the right questions. Um, because I, I I think a, a lot of times during the process, people just go for the lowest quote. Always. Um, and then they find out, like we had in Nashville, we had tornadoes come through, man, I don't know, it was a five or six years ago, and it just leveled leveled sections of a town called Mount Juliet. And we had people, I had a few clients that bought a house, had their house completely, completely leveled. Two different clients. One had the house completely rebuilt that ended up being worth $150,000 more than the house that they bought. And another one barely was able to, like, they had to come out of pocket and it was a struggle for them to even uh, begin rebuilding that house. And it, it, it was, it was the same storm, two different insurance companies and two different insurance policies. It has a completely different experience because one was prepared and one wasn't. Yep. Um, yep. And so that's basically the gist. We have, um, a title module as well. Um, the title module is just, uh, mainly to say, Hey, what is title insurance? <laughs> Cause I bet, 80% of the people listening to your podcast right now, um, even though they're loan officers and real estate agents, really have no clue what title insurance is. Um, so it goes through that, hey, what's the role of the title company? What are they going to do? What to expect when you when you when you hear from them and 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 things like that. Some of these modules, people aren't even going to open, right? Unless they're really 
dedicated to knowing everything about the process, right? But the fact that it's there is the important aspect of things, in my opinion. Well, yeah, it's most, and no one will remember, like even when they see it, they're just gonna remember that you have it. So it's like, if you have two different people and you have one person that has all of this like collateral, call it, and one person that just shows up and they just have like a their outfit on and a, a good smile, um, and you walk away and they give it to both, then it's about making that impression. So yes, you, it, 100%, it's about the the consumer experience and then the uh, um, educating them on the process, but the touch points along the way are what are very key um, because um, I'm, it, I think the whole damn business is about experience, consumer experience, because you guys are all selling the same shit. Like everyone has the same products and services. The only difference between all of us is, okay, how is that person delivering those products and services? Right. Um, that's why we have uh, like owner advocate, for example, we have multiple seller options where uh, like we're talking a lot on the buy side, but you know, we have a process we call owner advocate. And on the sell side of that, we give them six, seven different ways to sell their properties. So very same concept, just through education and all that is how we're converting and, and attracting seller leads. So, but here's the point though, this is your opportunity to do something different. Um, if you don't have your own, like if you don't have content that shows people you're the expert, then are you really the expert is my um, whole combatant. And then why don't you have that content? Uh, we used to do these. We're not doing them anymore, but there's many people you could hire um, or services like Mark's has a service he could, that you guys can utilize with the homeowner handbook. But you, there's no excuse to not have this shit. Like these are basic sales tools. <laughs> um, you not having your education is like a restaurant not having the recipe that they cook every single day. Same damn thing. Uh, Mark, any closing thoughts on here? And uh, we'll get this wrapped up. Uh, uh, yeah, a few. Um, one, I'll take a... I guess I'll, I'll take a page out of your, I'll take a page out of your handbook and, you know, say that, you know, when, whenever you're talking about your sphere of influence and you're talking about like, you know, 10% of people that you know are going to move this year. Right. And the important thing is 10% of the people that they know that your friends know are going to move this year. Right. So it's all about controlling that sphere of influence. Don't, if you put yourself where you're just self-serving, right? And you're just salesy, salesy, salesy. Nobody wants to refer that. Yep. Right. Because when when it's when it's friend to friend, they want to help, right? They want to lead with a helping hand. So friend A, you know, your friend Cody wants to help his friend John buy a house or wants to help, but he doesn't but Cody doesn't know anything about home buying, but he's he's in the homeowner handbook. So he can say, hey, let me share this with you. It'll give you a bunch of education. It'll help you at least, you know, start to navigate what you're looking for, right? That's yep. something that a friend would love to share with another friend um, and help get you down that path. We offer, um, for those, there's a lot of people in our industry that are, are afraid of a video camera. I shouldn't say afraid. They, they just don't want to do it, right? They, that's not part of, that's not, they haven't, they haven't devoted that part to their business plan. That's that. That's fine. We've got that solution for you, where you can just leverage our videos. We also have a solution where you're creating your own content. Um, you're putting your own content into your own learning center, uh, where you can take, where, when you want to, can take control of that process. And instead of them listening to somebody else talk, they're listening to you talk and making you more of an authority. Um, but again, if that's not if that if that's not up your alley, if you're not comfortable on camera use our videos. And then the CRM that's attached to the handbook, let the CRM, that CRM is coming from you, right? Those emails are coming from you. 
those texts are coming from you and all of that value is going to have is going to have you branded on it you're branded on the learning center it'd be homeowner dash handbook your slash you know dot com slash your name handbook and in your picture on it um so this is something for everybody and it's something to just to get education out there um because the last thing you want your future prospect doing is being out there on google learning most mostly wrong information from sources that are going to take their information and sell them a home Cool. Why don't you tell them uh, if you guys are interested in learning more about um, Homeowner Handbook, tell them what the website was just so they can um, find it. Yeah, for sure. Um, we actually have a, um, a special site just for you. It's um, homeowner-handbook.com slash sweet assist. Um, and sweet. If, you go, if, <laughs> if you go there, um, if you go there, the landing page, it'll, it'll tell you, it'll remind you what the code is, but you get 50% off if you use the code Sweet Assist. Um, you get 50% off the starter package and you get 10% off the pro package. Um, and uh, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. Love it. Folks, take this opportunity to look in working on your business. What can you do to stand out, um, outcompete, outbrand, um, outserve, and um, just be different? That's what's going to work in this market. And although things might be a little bit slower now, things aren't dead and people are still going to move um, no matter what. So um, whenever uh, things are moving again, then the last ones standing are the ones who always reap the benefits. So um, I've seen this happen many, many times and I'm going to make a wild prediction and I'm going to say it's going to happen again. So appreciate you guys listening to another episode of Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. We will see you guys next week and visit us at SweetAssist, SweetAssist.com. We'll see you guys. Bye. Peace. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.